Support for this broadcast of Two Rivers 30 Minutes comes in part from a grant from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monyonk area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Well, our guest this morning has, uh, probably needs no introduction to a lot of people around the McKeesport area. She has been a very visible person in the community, and she's been pastor of Bethlehem Baptist Church on Walnut Street for 14 years. Uh, our guest this morning is uh, Pastor Erlene Coleman. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning, Jason. We're, we're going to ask, uh, talk with her this morning about some of the things that uh, Bethlehem Baptist Church is doing in the community and also ask about the ongoing project to bring a community center uh, to the downtown uh, McKeesport area. But give us, first of all, the phone number for the church. The phone number is 412-664-7272. Okay. And what time are your services? Our services, we start on Sunday at 1030, and then uh, that's praise and worship. And then we have regular service that starts at 11 o'clock. We have Sunday school at 930. Um, we have Bible study at 7 o'clock on Wednesday night. That's adults and children. Okay. Um, we have all ages. It, it, it occurred to me as, as I was saying that, that as people are hearing this, you're going to be at church getting ready for service because yes. we tape this program in advance. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell, us, tell, tell folks about yourself. Uh, whereabouts did you grow up? I grew up, I started out in, I've grown up in McKeesport. I started out in a place called First Ward, which is no longer existent. Um, One of those things that's not there anymore. I say they wiped it out completely. Um, But I started out there and then my family moved um, on Spring Street, right behind Willick's Funeral Home, Mm -hmm. um, when I was eight years old. And um, I grew up there and um, I've always been at Bethlehem Baptist Church. Um, So I'm pastoring the church that I grew up in. Um, I attended McKeesport Area School District. Um, worked for McKeesport Area School District for mm-hmm. 30 years and then took the early retirement at 55 and thought I was going to stay retired. Okay. But God had another plan. <laughs> um, so for a couple of years, I was retired, but then um, I took on pastoring the Bethlehem Baptist Church in uh, April of 2003. I didn't realize that was a second career for you. Yes. Okay. Yes. What, what, what was the call to the ministry that you felt? Um, I just kept, um, um, God was waking me up every night at 3.33, uh, 3.33 every night for almost a year. Okay. And then finally I said, all right, God, what do you want? It's got to be you. I keep waking up at the same time. And um, so I heard the Lord speak to me and say, Earlene, will you feed my sheep? Okay. And I said, yes, I'll do anything if you'll let me get a full night's sleep. That's exactly what I said. And so I went to sleep and I slept like a baby. And the pastor that was there then was Reverend Aubrey Swan. And I went to him and said, I need to have a meeting. Mm -hmm. And we had a meeting and he looked at me and and he said, girl, what took you so long? (laughs) So that was the start of um, my uh, vocation as a uh, minister. 
Uh, and early, that was back in 1992. 92. Mm-hmm. Okay, so while you were still in the school district then. Erlene mm-hmm. uh, Coleman is our guest this morning. She is the pastor of Bethlehem Baptist Church uh, in McKeesport, one of the largest churches in McKeesport, I would think, at this yes. point. Um, their phone number, give us a phone number again. 412-664-7272. is easy to remember, and their praise and worship starts at 1030 on Sundays, and they've got Bible study on Wednesdays at 7 o'clock. Um, I want to talk about some of the ways that the church is involved in the community because it has really been, it has really become kind of a a gathering point and a hub for people in the community. But um, I want to ask you a little bit about the history of the church because to me, the church you're in now is the new church. Because I think I was a kid when that was being built. Yes. Um, Where was, where did Bethlehem Baptist Church start out at? Well, Bethlehem Baptist Church started out in Christie Park, Mm -hmm. and um, it was uh, um, in a a house in Christie Park, and um, I'm trying to remember, my mind's going blank on the the family that it started in their home in Christie Park, moved from there, um, and realized after it started because they felt that there was a need for a Baptist church in the city. Were there no... And um, in my understanding, there wasn't, not a black or African-American Baptist church. And what year abouts are we talking? This was 1898. Oh my gosh, okay. Yes. All right. Um, So they started, then they realized they they started growing. They built a church up by the 14th Street Bridge. Okay. That was where the first church was located. Um, We had the church church there and then um in 19 ooh, I think it was about 70 what we've been at this location for about 30 36 years I'm old it's, for that to be still the new church and me remember it being built it's about thir- about the ni- okay. about the, it's been about 36 years and we marched down um, Walnut Street and went into um the new church and um we've been a uh a part of the city for a long time, Reverend Hayes, who Harold Hayes um, yeah, from KDKT, from KDKT. his father was one of the um, uh, pastors, and he was uh, he worked very closely with the NAACP in the city and um, different functions within the city. So he was a part of. Uh, the, so Bethlehem has a legacy mm-hmm. of working within the city of McKeesport. About how many people are on the rolls? At the congregation, at, at the congregation, yeah. we have a little over eight hundred. Okay, yes, and, and 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 I know from being involved in our church that that what's on the rolls is not always what comes for services, but about how many for services on services when we're having good services and yeah. it's not vacation, sure, in, um, summer we have between one hundred and fifty and two hundred on okay. Sunday. Yes. So a, a, a good crowd uh, every Sunday. Yes. Uh, Erlene Coleman is pastor of Bethlehem Baptist Church in McKeesport. 664-7272 uh, is the telephone number for more information. You also have an active presence on Facebook and I think on Twitter, too. Um, some of my members, yes. Yes. Okay. And, and, and um, we're getting our Twitter page up. We're getting our web page rebuilt good. now. We're getting that back up because we're finding people are showing up on Sunday morning and said they were on the computer looking. One lady actually said she Googled us. Right. And then she found us, and that's how she ended up coming to Bethlehem. So um, we're, we're, we're excited. A lot of people are coming to the church, and sometimes you know that it's people that are moving from one church to the next. Mm-hmm. But we're actually getting people who were not churched, mm-hmm. um, people who God is changing their life, life and speaking to them, and they're coming and saying, I'm looking for a church home. And we no. have on the front of our bulletin at our church, no judgment zone. Well, and that's something that we'll, we'll talk about that maybe a little bit later on in the half hour, because that's something that scares a lot of people from, and, and I've had uh, Christians and Muslims uh, both on this show, and we've talked about um, sometimes people are intimidated. Yes. They don't know, you know, are they going to be judged? What, are, what can they expect when they go in? And, and yes. that can be a powerful thing to like keep people 
yes. back from exploring that. Yes. Is there a larger convention or governing body? I know some churches have a synod or a diocese or a convention. Uh, is Bethlehem part of a, a convention or a... Every Baptist church is autonomous. Okay. And they don't have anyone over them. But we are a part of the Lot Carry Foreign Mission Convention. Okay. And we are also a part of the Allegheny Union Baptist Association. Okay. And so talk to me a little bit about what Bethlehem Baptist believes. Um, We believe in the um, full, inerrant word of the Holy Bible. We believe that Jesus Christ um, came and that he was born of a virgin, um, that he walked the earth for 33 years, um, that he was crucified for our sins because he was sinless, that he was buried. And on the third day, he arose and that he is now seated on the right hand of the father and he's interceding for us. And I'm so thankful because there are a few of us that wouldn't be here if he wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering about you bargaining with God to not wake you up anymore because bargaining with God doesn't always work. It does not work. No, it does not work. But I'm kind of crazy. Sometimes I say things, you know, when, when I was, was struggling in prayer and, and uh, um, um, at night and, and I, I said, you know what, God, I'm just not struggling with this anymore. I'm going to sleep. And I said, because I didn't call you, you called me and went to, went to bed and went to sleep. When I woke up the next morning, I was like, I pinched myself and said, I'm still alive. I said, thank you, God. I am so sorry for what I said last night. <laughs> Uh, so, so basically, so sort of the Apostles' Creed, if people are familiar with the, uh, the Apostles' Creed, for mm-hmm. instance. Okay. Yes. And what is the style of worship? Our style of worship, um, we, um, you mean what, what we do physically yeah. in our style of worship? Yeah. Oh, we, we, we are very uh, much praisers. Mm-hmm. Um, we lift our hands. Um, it's, it's nothing for someone within the church to just come out with hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Um, we also... We believe in in, in shouting, um, mm-hmm. you know, in dancing to the Lord and not not in the way we dance in the world. Because sure. um, some people are mixing up the world and the church. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do all things that we glorify God, that God is glorified. And um, we try to make sure that others understand. Because just a month ago, we had a young lady that was a Jehovah's Witness who came to the church. And she was there and she was up in the balcony. And one of our other members was there and she said, I, I don't totally understand what's going on. Can you tell me? And so the, our member, um, she was very soft and very nice with her and explained to her. And so she kept coming back to church. And so eventually she has now become a member. She has accepted Jesus Christ and become a member of Bethlehem. So that can be difficult for a Jehovah's Witness because yes. I have some experience with that. That can be difficult for the constrained family. Yes. Nice. yes. Wow. So that's yes. a that's a courageous. That is a very courageous move. step. A very okay. courageous move. And um, we're you know we're thankful, but we don't try to tell someone else that you're wrong. We just present what we believe. Mm-hmm. You know, but we don't come at someone and say, well, what you believe is wrong. That's mm-hmm. not that's not the way to do it. We come and we just we present what we believe. But everybody has the right to believe what they want to believe. But we do walk in believing that what we believe is the truth. Uh, we have a quick 30-second break to take. I guess all 30-second breaks are the same length, but um, let's put that's the good place for us to pause because when we come back, I want to ask you about uh, sort of what is the role of a church in a community like McKeesport that is struggling, and also talk a little bit about the ways that Bethlehem Church has been addressing some of those struggles, okay? Okay. Uh, Erlene Coleman is pastor of Bethlehem Baptist Church in downtown McKeesport. They're right at the corner of Walnut and 8th. You can call them at 412-664-7272. You can also find them on Facebook. Their praise and worship service is uh, begins at Sunday mornings at 1030. They have before that uh, Sunday school at 930. And they've got uh, Bible study at 7 o'clock on Wednesdays. We'll be right back here on Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 and 88.1 WZUM, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel. Internet Radio W. 
WMCK.FM and TubeCityOnline.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Support for this broadcast comes from Strifler's Family Funeral Homes. Since 1866, Strifler's has provided compassionate professional memorial services for families in White Oak, McKeesport, Dravosburg, Portview, and the surrounding areas. Strifler's offers comprehensive pre-planning services and aftercare. And through its affiliated company, Design Monuments, Strifler's also provides permanent markers and memorials crafted in stone, bronze, and other high-quality materials. Learn more at strifler's.com or call 41 41- one two six seven eight six one nine one, and we're back. Our guest this morning is Pastor Erlene Coleman. She is a community leader and leader uh, of the faith community at Bethlehem Baptist Church in downtown McKeesport. Four one two six six four seven two seven two, or find them on Facebook. When we took the break, we were talking about uh, you had a visitor who has recently joined the congregation from another faith tradition. Yes, um, and I, I wanted to ask you, what is the role of the the church, I, I guess, let's just fix on this Mon Valley area, this Mon yes. Valley community. Okay. Um, what is the role of the church in, in a community like that? Because a lot of our communities up and down this valley, it's not exactly a secret, they are struggling. Um, what, what role does the faith community play? Um, I believe that, that um, the role of the faith community within the community is to be visible, first of all, not just a building with people going inside and the community not realizing that those people that are inside do really do desire to help. Mm-hmm. So we need to be out there within the community being visible, letting people know that we're here, that the church is a place of refuge, that the place is a hospital, that when you're feeling sick, you're feeling down, you're feeling burdened, that that's the place to come to. And But we cannot um, 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 have people understand that unless we go out and begin to present that message to the people. So evangelism is definitely a number one thing for the church, especially in this hour. We need to go out and evangelize and let people know that the church is not some place that will, um, or as I believe that God was when I was little, that he was someone sitting up in heaven waiting for me to do something wrong so he could get me. Um, and that's not the God that we serve. He's a God that's a loving God, and he desires to help pick us up when we've stumbled and fallen. So that's what I believe, number one, um, also, I believe that the faith community plays a part within the um, within the community um, because the members don't live inside the church. Mm-hmm. They live in the community. So if their life is um, in a turmoil, if they're struggling and all of that's going on, when they come and they sit inside the house, sometimes we might not be able to get to them. Okay. Because there there are other needs. You know, it's, it's as the Bible tells us that Jesus said, you told um, one of the least of these that go and be... Uh, fed or go and be warm and they're cold. No, we need to give them a blanket. We need to give them something to eat. Uh, l- let me, um, I, there's a lot to unpack there. Um, and, and this is why I always say with this program, it's only a half an hour. And I always say, oh, just about the time we really start to get rolling, we have to stop. <laughs> um, I, I heard a bishop from Australia uh, say about evangelism, um, and make sure I quote this correctly, people won't care what you believe in until they believe you care. Yes. Meaning that they have to see that you're not just there, you know, they, 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 that you're there to help. You're not just there to steal them from or, 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 or conquer them from some other faith tradition or some other church or some other whatever that, that you actually care about them. But yes. let me play devil's advocate, if you'll pardon the expression. And that is that a lot of people right now have a negative thought in their head about Christianity. They see things on social media. They see things on television. And 
they, you, you said on the front of the bulletin at, at, at Bethlehem Church, it says, this is a no-judgment zone. Yes. A lot of people, that's their feeling now, is that people of faith, people of religion are judgmental. So how do you tackle that? How do you break through that resistance? Um, I don't know how to say this without sounding as though I'm, I'm coming against someone, but mm-hmm. That's- I think part of it um, with with those that are are again the least of these mm-hmm. that when they look at the the, the um, televangelists and see them with the large houses and the big churches and the big um, planes and cars yeah. or whatever, then it, they feel as though I can't attain that. And they're really not going to accept me because I'm not in the same class or the same level of where they are. One of the things that I love within Bethlehem is that we have a wide range of um, people with um, um, social standing. You know, it's 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 from um, uh, the um, retired uh, Justice uh, Baldwin, Baldwin, who's a member, and mm-hmm. down to someone who has recently come out of jail. But we all fellowship together because we're all one. We don't judge. We've all, as my ex, my former pastor used to say, he always said that um, we're all an ex something. We're all an ex somebody. And he said, if you're not an ex, then you're still in it. And so I, I believe that we don't look at um, uh, what social standing we have and where we're standing. And that's the way the church should be. Everybody is the same. Um, sometimes within the, the churches that are on TV, that if I'm out there and I'm suffering and I'm, I'm coming off of drugs, I don't have enough money to feed my children and all of that. And I look at that large church, then it looks as though I'll get lost there and I still won't get any help. Mm. So there's a lot of thought processes that go through the mind when I'm sitting out there and, and, desiring to go inside the church. Yeah. But there's things playing within my mind as I look at it. Well, I, th- I think of the, the folks who might be single mothers or, or unwed or might be um, uh, LGBT or um, maybe have a substance abuse problem or whatever they think their cross or burden is that they're going to walk into a church and they're going to get condemned, first of all, because that is what they're seeing on television that is what they're seeing on social media that's what they're hearing in some cases on the radio that's right so okay that's right and we we have to get beyond that and that's when um um sometimes we put across that we are only trying to fill our church Mm -hmm. you know and so we're not really trying to be concerned with what your deep seated hurts are Mm -hmm. but it has to be about filling the kingdom and then when you want to fill the kingdom then a kingdom it is filled by caring people Erlene Coleman is pastor of Bethlehem Baptist Church in McKeesport. She's been pastor there for 14 years um, and was first called to the ministry, you said, in 1992, yes. 93? Yes. Um, you can give them a call at 412-664-7272, or you can uh, find them on uh, Facebook. Their Sunday praise and worship begins at 1030. Uh, before that is Sunday school at 930. They also have a Bible study at 7 o'clock on Wednesday night. Uh, we have another break coming up, but before we get to that break, what are some of the hurts and needs that you see in this McKeesport area? Number one, jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, number one, um, needing the jobs to cause them to feel as though I'm, I'm viable, that I have a place in the community, that I can help um, make a difference. Um, so I see also depression, um, people struggling with depression. I see anger. 
you know, and sometimes I ask, why are people, why are you so angry? And some don't even know why they're angry. But when you're going through in life and you're struggling every day, it will make you angry that I get up and here's one more day that I'm trying to find a way to make it till the end of the day. Um, I see that there are, are, are grandparents that are raising children now because of the, the drug addictions, because mm-hmm. of the problems. So I see the drugs. I see young people um, losing the desire to graduate and go to college. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're ending up out here with whatever someone might, might try to make them think that there's fast money. But I tell them, you know, fast money will either take your life or it will not last very long. Um, but if you get a job and you get a family and you um, become part of the faith community, that lasts much longer than the rest of it that's out there in those streets. Uh, let's take the pause right here. When we come back, I want to talk to you about the Noah's Ark Community Center, which has been a long-held dream of Bethlehem Baptist Church, and also about some of the other projects that uh, the Bethlehem Church is working on, okay? Okay. Pastor Erlene Coleman is our guest this morning. She is the pastor of Bethlehem Baptist Church in downtown McKeesport. You can call them if you want more information, 412-664-7272, or you can uh, find them on Facebook. And as she said, they're also rebuilding their website right now. Tom, we'll be back for a final few minutes to wrap things up. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email tubecitytiger at gmail.com. And we're back for just a final few minutes now with Erlene Coleman. She is the pastor of Bethlehem Baptist Church in downtown McKeesport. We're talking about faith, we're talking about church, and we're talking about how those uh, subjects, topics are addressed in a community like uh, McKeesport in the Mon Valley, which has had its struggles, uh, as so many of the towns up and down the valley are having these days, um, and have had for going on 30 years yes. in, in, in most cases. Uh, when we took the break, I wanted to ask you a little bit about how Bethlehem Church is addressing these. And one of the projects that the Bethlehem Church has been working on for several years now has been the Noah's Ark Community Center. Um, but I want to ask you, and I hope, I don't mean, to, don't mean to put you on the spot here. Do you ever get depressed, discouraged? Not depressed, but discouraged. Okay. Yes, uh, I'll be honest. Um, yes, get discouraged sometimes with um, trying to, to make a difference. And sometimes it looks like you're not making a difference. And then maybe a couple months later, you'll see that, oh, okay, it's, it's doing it. But um, that doesn't happen too often because what I'm doing, I love. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love what I'm doing. I love being the pastor of Bethlehem Baptist Church. I tell people that it's the best church this side of heaven. Um, <laughs> that there's... <laughs> Okay. There's none other like it. There was I some said. musician who played the sweetest music this side of heaven. I can't remember who it was, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, I, I love what I'm doing. But, yes, you do. You get discouraged when you see how people are suffering. You get discouraged when you look and you say, okay, they're doing things in Braddock. What's happening that they're not doing anything here? That sure. It's liberty. I, I drive yeah. through there every day. I'm in school. And so yeah. I go that direction and, and I'm asking, why aren't they? Why aren't we having something done here? And then I hear, well, because of the shootings and the violence. But there's shootings and violence everywhere. Sure. So I do. I get that. Now, that really discourages me when I look at what our city looks like, when I look at the fact that someone right across the bridge, that they're, they're doing things and getting things. And what's wrong that mm-hmm. we're not getting it in McKeesport? Yes, we've had some dollar stores. Yes, we've had Aldi. But we need something more um, than that. We need something to 
cause some um, greater jobs that are are above um, poverty level. Yeah, that people can do better with their their paychecks. In the last couple of minutes, that's a nice segue to talk a little bit uh, for a minute or two about the Noah's Ark Community Center. Um, that is a building that is at the corner of Sixth uh, uh, and Market, which what used to be the R and J Furniture yes. Store. Yes. Um, tell us uh, where is that project uh, timeline wise? Okay. Well, we we have that um, entire block. Okay. Um, which was the um, um, Buckman Studio, Studio the- and then the the um, um, probation office yes was on the other corner well now in those buildings um because we always wanted to rent part of it out mm-hmm. because that becomes revenue that's coming in and for noah's ark self-sustaining and yeah. so we um in june june the first um an answered prayer which is a wonderful um business moved in doing some of the things that we desire to do to help the community we wanted to help the older people to have a place that they could go to during the day and feel safe well what an answered prayer does is they're um and um invoice uh, program that if you're a senior and maybe you need a railing, you need a bathroom, you need something that they get that voucher. And I said invoice, it's a voucher. Mm-hmm. They get that voucher from the government and they put that in for you. Okay. Um, they also do in-home care. They hire people that will take care of you in the home. So they do a lot of things. Um, um, that's a wonderful part for our community. So they've come in, they've hired a lot of people. Um, they had to get more offices because they had to hire so many people. They did a wonderful job of redoing the inside. Now, the larger building, which is where we want to put in the banquet facility. Okay. Um, we already have programs that we are housing at Bethlehem, but they're really Noah's Ark um, programs. Mm-hmm. We just can't move them in. We have the BBC Academy, which has been going on. This is the third year um, that they're, um, and we're working towards getting accredited. Okay. And we want to move that into the building. That we is also- what, year, what years is the Academy for? Um, four years. Okay. For, yes. for, for what age grade, age range though? Um, I'm 18 up. Okay. okay. 18 on up. Okay. And, um, so we just started our third year, have a wonderful teacher. Um, um, Dr. Wingfield is teaching this year. He's teaching hermeneutics mm-hmm. and there, um, we started out with 27 in the class. Um, so it's, it's, it's run, it's wonderful. So we also have a young, um, ladies program called the Esther project. And that's for young ladies from 13 to 16. And this is preparing them. But we call, we say that we're preparing them for a king, but we're talking about preparing them for life to realize that they are a young lady and to act like a young lady and to also have desires to do different things in life, to have that, have your dreams, um, function or come to pass. Mm-hmm. So we also have that program. Then we have tutoring program. Um, and these are all at your church right now? We're housing them at the and church. And you're hoping to move them into this because larger facility. That's what they were okay. started for. Yeah. And then we also want to put in a room in the, in the Noah's Ark building where um, dance will be taught. Okay. Um, I've also have a desire that we would have in that room as well that someone from the symphony would yeah. come and to because the, uh, due to funds not being there, yeah. there's a lot of, of music programs that have, have been dropped cut. off from the cut from the yes. school district. So all of this to line up and partner with the school district. I've always done that. Mm-hmm. Talk to them and say that we we're not trying to redo anything. We want to partner with you. Um, also to have the facility where you can divide it off and if someone has a, a meeting that they mm-hmm. want to have they would be able to rent and have a, the meeting there in the Noah's Ark building. We also want to do the silver sneakers um, and that's something that we are able to pro- possibly change because an answered prayer put in an exercise room okay. at the end and they said we would be able to use it okay. so we could uh, use that as well for our, our Noah's Ark. We are just about out of time. What is the funding need still 
for that Noah's Ark, for that renovating that space? Um, the funding need, we still need um, the, the brick and mortar, um, whatever you can give. We are already starting to take bids now for the things that we want to do inside. We're okay. getting bids for the windows. Um, we just got some bids for that to do that process, to do the inside. So we're on, we're in into it now okay getting those bids and so anyone that would like to send any any amount of money we'll take whatever you send because we only have um two major fundraisers that we do and that's the golf outing in june and then we do the um international village we have the the booth booth international village so please send for the noah's ark because we are um in the process we need to get carpeting we need to do the walls but thank god we don't have to do the bricks yeah we just need you've got to the do, shell of the we building. We have the shell, yeah. and we need the funding for that. I just want to say that it's a wonderful thing. We we purchased that um, entire block for one hundred and fifty thousand, and I want to thank the community because of what you've done. We're down to thirty nine thousand. Wow! We will have it paid off soon. We have never okay. missed a mortgage payment, but that's thanks to our community and the golf outing in the International Village. So, uh, give us the number if people want more information about that project. One more time. The You're number f- for the church. Um, yeah. 412-664-7272. And that was a little commercial there at the end for you. Erlene <laughs> Colvin is pastor of Bethlehem Baptist Church there down on uh, the corner of uh, Walnut Street and 8th Avenue. You can find out more information, as the pastor said, 664-7272. Uh, their Sunday praise and worship begins at 1030. They've got Bible study on Wednesday nights and uh, a bunch of other projects and programs underway that they hope soon will be housed at the Noah's Ark Community yes. Center. Pastor, yes. thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us this morning. Thank you, Jason. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, McKeesport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Online.